Hey friend, and welcome to the Camera Brave Show. My name's Marissa, and I help people fearlessly create content and find their own beautiful voice. In this show, we talk all about strategy, mindset, and confidence, not to mention the power of storytelling through my personal favorite thing, video. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's dive right in. Hello, friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Camera Brave Show. My name is Marissa, your video marketing coach, teaching you how to take videos and feel confident on camera. This is episode number 39. And today we are going to talk about the difference between a coach versus a cheerleader. And this is based off a very recent conversation that I just had with one of the people inside of my Camera Brave Club. So I cannot believe this is episode number 39. That next week, I will have spent 40 weeks coming onto this podcast and talking to you guys about so many different things. Before we dive into today's subject, I really just want to reflect a little bit on 40 episodes. I know that may not be a huge milestone, but the show did recently hit a very exciting number of downloads, and we are well on our way to another milestone as far as the number of downloads that the show has had. So I am very excited, and I'm seeing a very large need inside of my Camera Brave Club, which is my private coaching group, for more conversations on podcast, which is really exciting because that means that more and more entrepreneurs are considering creating their own show and their own podcast. Now I have not done a full episode reflecting on podcasts since episode 26. That was when we hit, I think it was 500 downloads or 50, not 50 episodes, obviously. Maybe we hit, we hit some number that made me want to talk about actually the process of should you create a podcast and to be super encouraging and super honest to people that are on the fence of creating a podcast. So now that we're getting close to being so far away from that episode, I do think it's time for me to do another podcast episode strictly on podcasts. So next week, episode 40, I will dedicate to talking just about podcasting in itself and possibly redefining the pillars of my show. Because one thing that I'm seeing people talk about is when it comes to creating their own podcast, do I have enough to speak on? Maybe you're wanting to do your own podcast, but you're thinking there's no way I could come up with topics week after week and still present value. The truth is no, no, I did not think that I could speak for 40 consecutive weeks and bring you value on different topics regarding mindset and all of the original pillars that I set out for this show to be. The truth is, that being an entrepreneur and having a show honestly go hand in hand because you are constantly working on so many different things as an entrepreneur. You're working on your personal development. You're constantly learning. You're constantly growing your own network. You're constantly growing your own business. And then you're teaching about or selling whatever it is that your business is actually based on. So there's so many different relevant topics that coincide with being an entrepreneur and being a podcast host. So one thing that I'm realizing is that while in the beginning, you should set your pillars for a show, meaning what topics your show is going to talk about. I'm now seeing that I have pillars that I've brought into my show that weren't originally a part of the plan. And that's a part of 
how I was able to evolve to continually bring value for 40 weeks in a row. If you're wondering, am I going to have value? Like, listen, I was in the same position, but you found enough value out of this show to listen to this episode. So let that be encouraging to you to know that you can continue to evolve, continue to bring value to your audience, even if it's on topics that you are still learning yourself and you're able to do that week after week, feel encouraged in that, that even if you don't think you have it in you to do this, I didn't think I had it in me either. I just knew I had to start something. And so that's why I started this. So I really wanted to touch base on just opening up to you guys as a podcast host, since I'm seeing some amazing entrepreneurs transition into being podcast hosts themselves, which is so very exciting. And if you're on the fence about, if you're going to be able to create content week after week, just know that you're constantly evolving in yourself. You also have the opportunity to bring on guests and interview them. And that as a creative, most of the people here are creatives, that you will surprise yourself with how resourceful you can be in bringing in new topics and being able to serve your audience. Also, as a coach, I reflect very heavily on the things that my clients are currently struggling with. So it's not like I have 40 weeks of content prepared when I first started, but I am constantly in my DMs having conversations with people. I have a monthly group where I'm coaching people. So oftentimes when we have discussions or Q&A time, I'll bring those key points here on the show. So there are so many resources that you can pull from and that you can get creative with. So don't let that stop you of, am I going to be able to talk week in and week out and constantly be fresh and have value? Because listen, as long as you have the drive to do it, you will be able to constantly evolve just like the entrepreneurship journey and continue to bring value to your audience. Like I believe that because I had to believe that for myself and I've seen myself do it. So you will be able to get creative if you're feeling that push and letting that be the thing that stops you. Do not. So next week, I'll dive into all about podcasting and possibly redefining the pillars of my own show for you guys. Maybe that would be a helpful exercise and just dig into that a little bit deeper. So this episode, we are going to talk about something that was recently brought up on a Q&A call that I did this Tuesday inside of my monthly coaching group, the Camera Brave Club, where, and I know that the woman I was coaching is an avid listener to the show. So if you're listening, thank you so much for inspiring this episode. We were talking about a situation that she was in where she was prepared to present this content in the form of a podcast, but she hadn't quite set the date yet and she hadn't pushed the go button yet, but her preparation was fierce. She has so many episodes ready to go. She's had them edited. Like she is in a position where she is very well prepared, but she hasn't put that go date yet on her calendar. And in this call, as she was speaking and talking about this, I had this realization of she needs a push. She needs me to push her to put this out into the world because she's had the courage to create it. And that takes courage, but she needs this other push to put it out into the world. The reason that she's created so much is because she needed to be prepared but she's going to keep being in the state of preparation and not in the state of launching until she gets 
a little shove. And here's the interesting part. It made me realize that I was struggling to push her and to tell her what needed to happen next. And it was interesting because she in the call called it tough love. And I really resonate with that, with that term, tough love. That feels right to me, calling it tough love. But it made me realize naturally, I am a cheerleader. I am good at being that hype girl, at telling people they're doing amazing, at making them feel good and just kind of shining a light on their inner light. Does that make sense? Like I'm really good at holding up a mirror and showing people how they're shining from within and people see my light from within and they love to feel it reflected. Like it's like a shining star or like sunshine and they love to absorb it. And that's something that I've been good at for a long time. I've just always been really good at that. My mom really taught me positive thoughts, make positive things happen. She would say that all the time. So I don't know if it's a reflection of positivity or whatever you want to call it, but I've always been naturally really good at being a cheerleader. So for the women inside of my coaching group, I'm really good at cheering them on. We do a week every single month where we share all of the videos that we've posted and created on our own personal pages. And we just enjoy them. We enjoy each other's content. We encourage each other. Like those are the things that I'm really good at, but to be a good coach, I also have to be able to get to that other side and push people because I'm not a video marketing cheerleader. I'm a video marketing coach. And this led to a really awesome conversation with Ty, my partner, who is a swim coach and has been for years. His father was a coach for decades. So he is very familiar with a completely different type of coaching. He is used to coaching athletes that are in high school, whereas I'm coaching entrepreneurs that are on social media. So completely different crowds. But I talked to him about this concept and he agreed that Being a coach requires you to pull from the person that you're coaching, whether it's an athlete or an entrepreneur, you have to be able to see the potential inside of them and push them to become that you can't just point out all of the things that they've done well and all of the wins that they've had. That's a great place to help them feel encouraged, but a coach's job is to help propel you forward and to propel you forward you need that push, especially as an entrepreneur, because we do so much in our business. There are so many different hats that we're wearing, so many different things that sometimes we're stalling and we don't realize it. And sometimes we're stuck and we don't realize it and we need a push. So it really made me realize that coaching is not just encouragement. Coaching has to have that tough love, if that's what you'd like to call it, aspect to it. Coaching requires me personally to be direct in a way that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. I have no problem calling out someone that I know and love and telling them, Hey, you're avoiding this. But when it comes to clients, it's something that I have to push through to be direct, but that is the best way to serve my clients. I was not doing this woman a service by telling her that it was amazing what she'd created. And once she releases it into the world, I can't wait to listen. No, that is doing her a disservice. She needed the push 
to put that date on the calendar, to mark it and to claim, this is my shot. I'm going to shoot my shot on this date. This is mine. And just claim it and feel that that is the push that she needed. And when I saw that I hesitated. Now I ended up getting to that point and telling her, okay, listen, I'm really happy with what you've done, but here's what I need you to do. And she responded very well to it because when you are seeking a coach, you are expecting them to push you. You're not expecting them to constantly just give you a thumbs up. That's not what a good coach does. A good coach has to push you past what you're currently doing and past what you may think you're capable of because they see the potential in you. So it made me realize that it was my job as a coach to see that potential in someone else. There's two reasons why I wanted to talk about this on today's episode. First of all, I always go with my gut and what I'm experiencing as an entrepreneur and uh, someone who's creating content all the time and posting all the time. I really talk about what's relevant in real time. I think that's part of what makes us a good show. It's not content that's flushed out months in advance with a whole content team. No, it's what's happening organically in my business and in my life. So that was the first reason. But the second reason is that I know that a lot of the people that listen to Camera Brave are coaches or are considering branching into coaching as a service. And I think this is a very important concept that I wish I had understood a little bit earlier. Because during my six-week course, we talked a lot about setting goals. So when I saw it that way, as these women have set goals and I have to help them reach their target, that made me, that allowed me the permission to push them because they set that goal. But now when I'm in this more monthly coaching style, it's not necessarily that they've set a target and I'm helping them push forward, but it's more like they have this skill set and this message and they need help funneling it and getting it out into the world. And they need to, they need help getting that direct push. And it requires me to get out of my comfort zone, which in the grand scheme of things, doesn't surprise me at all. The amount of times that I've had to push myself out of my comfort zone inside of my business, it makes complete sense that to be the best coach possible, I have to push myself outside of my comfort zone. I have to get out of the mindset of constant encouragement and instead transition to be able to be direct and be forward and push people. So one thing that helped is considering this whole this whole coaching aspect from Ty's point of view. So he is a high school coach coaching athletes. What things does he do to push his athletes? Well, he sets up a very rigid schedule for them and he expects them to show up to every single practice. He set up alternative dates for them to weight lift. So that way they can get stronger. He set up as many meets as possible throughout his season. So that way they could keep improving. He has this, these deadlines for them, these meets they're on the schedule, they're non-negotiable. And he uses that to push his athletes. And so then I thought, okay, that's how he pushes them. How does he encourage them? Well, they get encouraged when they see results, when they beat their new times, they get encouraged. And that's when he'll give them a huge high five. He'll encourage them and it'll be amazing. So that's a natural win for them is when they actually win. 
Now, does he still encourage them, even if they're not coming in first place? Of course, because they're constantly competing against themselves. They're constantly improving their own time. So it doesn't matter necessarily how they rank when they're actually competing, but how they ranked compared to themselves last time. And that translates really easily for me. People can be encouraged when they see amazing views, amazing reach, and amazing connections from their content. They can feel encouraged when they've improved their views compared to their last several videos. Now, it's that other aspect of how can I set up a schedule that allows them to push themselves and to reach their own goals so that way they're constantly improving. One of the ways that I did this was by starting my own monthly coaching group because people in there are paying to learn. They're paying to grow. They're paying for the Q&A time. They're paying for the live video feedback. So that requires them to make a level of commitment similar to joining a team. They've already signed up. They're in a group and it's a community just like a team. So another thing that he really focuses on is teamwork and team building activities. And that's something that I do once a month with my show and tell time is I encourage everyone to see what the other people are doing and to continue to learn and grow from each other. Now, the difference between his coaching and my coaching is that all of mine are individuals, not competing in the same events. They're all spread across the board, whether their goal is to be on Instagram stories every single day or to start their own podcast. So the way that I can push them is to listen to what they're currently going through, what their needs are, and then provide that next step for them. And this is just a very powerful realization for me that the encouragement is separate from this creating this path for them from this direction and this pushing. They're two separate elements that a good coach needs to have. It's not to say that I haven't been pushing my clients before, and that's not to say that I haven't helped them achieve their goals, but it was a very real-time realization. Maybe it's because it was a Zoom call, and so we were talking. And it's just difficult for me to wrap my mind around calling someone out that I haven't worked with for a long time, that I haven't ever met face-to-face. I don't know the ins and outs of their life, but I have to tell them, hey, you're getting in your own way. That's tough. Not someone that I've known for a very long time, telling them something that sounds so direct, that's difficult for me but it needs to happen. And it's a very important element that I think all coaches have to have. So if you are a coach or you're considering going into coaching, I hope that this was an eye opener for you to understand the multifaceted approach that a coach can have when popping onto a zoom call and how we're constantly learning and we're constantly evolving, but being able to push is just as important as being able to encourage. I hope that you found this episode so, so helpful. If you are not a coach, would you do me a favor and share this episode with someone that is a coach? As we are approaching episode 40, I'm so excited to watch these numbers grow and grow. And just a little bit of encouragement to fellow people who just started a podcast. You are 
or who are thinking about starting a podcast, I am just now starting to see numbers and weekly downloads that I'm really happy with. And I've been at this for 40 weeks. So just know that just like anything, it takes consistency. It takes time and allow your audience to build and honor them by giving them so much content to pick from. Let them, when they finally come to your page, they finally discover your show, have so many amazing, valuable episodes that they can pick from. So that way they're listening to what suits their needs in that particular moment. Thank you so much for listening in with me, friends. As always, you can find me over at Camera Brave on Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll see you next time on the Camera Brave Show.